welcome into the program from the uh, Houston Chronicle, Joseph Durarte. Joseph, it, it took over 300 days, but the Houston Cougars got to play a football game last night. They did, and it for the first 10 minutes or so, it, it looked like they hadn't played in 300 and something days, especially uh, Clayton Toon. But they, uh, yeah, they got on the field. It was uh, it was a relief for them, uh, and they. Uh, overcame some some rough starts and, and won a big one last night against Tulane. You you mentioned uh, the, a, a rough start. I was curious if if they were going to be too amped up going into the the you know the first five or ten minutes of the football game. What was your sense when uh, when you watched the game? Yeah, you know I, when they came out, you know you looked at them and yeah they they looked amped. But we, you know we even asked Dana Holgerson after the game and he was like, no, it was it was pretty much just game type you know mental mistakes or or you know lack of ball security you know decision making that kind of stuff and you look at it you know the fourth down on the first series uh you know clayton Toon just throws the pass and it gets taken you know back for a touchdown on the interception and then the, the next series is uh near the end zone he's under pressure and it's a strip sack and they recover so uh not so much just the the amp stuff it was just you know a team that hadn't played in a while, and they kind of had to get some of those things out of their system. You uh, you turn the ball over five times. Your opponent doesn't turn it over at all. You fall behind seventeen nothing. Yet you win the football game. Yeah, that that yeah, you don't see that very often or hardly ever. But uh, you know the most impressive thing, and I think this is where it all kind of ties in together. How they won. You know, Tulane is a running team. They they had averaged three hundred yards. They had 70 yards last night. So that, that tells me, you know, that, that the Houston defense, which is, has just not been good for several years since their big 2015 season, uh, is much improved. They've got quality depth now. And, you know, Tulane hadn't been held under 100, you know, for 56 consecutive games. So that's how you, that's how you do it. I mean, if you're, if you're going to spot them those, that kind of lead, uh, you're going to have to do something, and they made Tulane one-dimensional. And, and and with the freshman quarterback, they weren't you know they weren't able to do anything in the passing game. Uh, certainly, they couldn't do anything in the running game. The 49- let, me, let me ask you this: Dana Holgerson always been a big offensive-minded guy, and 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 I like how you, how you how you mentioned the defense. How have they have you seen them structurally change uh, from you know how Holgerson thinks, which is we got to score a half hundred every week to win. Or, or do you think it's just better player scheme? Tell me what you think he's he's done to, to help that defense. Well, he, he's admitted uh, in the last year that uh, sort of had to they, the, the the air raid folks have sort of had to, to reprogram themselves where it's not necessarily going out there and trying to, to light up the scoreboard at times. Now the the ability there is you know is there, but that they also have to you know understand that if you need to slow it down. Sometimes you can do that. I, I think the biggest thing, what from year one to, to Thursday night, last night for for Houston was, uh, they just got better players and and uh, than than they did last year. You know, Clayton tuned through and completed passes to ten different people. So that shows you right there that the 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 receivers and his options are are are, are much more than last year. And and then they have a guy like Marquez Stevenson who's you know he. He certainly helped his draft stock last night with what he was able to do. So they've, you know, they've got guys in place. You know, it's not all there yet, 
but they're able now to do things that they they just couldn't do last year for for whatever reasons. You know, they just didn't have those those type of players last year. As you mentioned, Stevenson, I was going to ask: Do you think he's the most important player on that team right now? I mean, due to you know what he's able to do. Oh, absolutely! This is a a game changer. Every time he touches the ball, you know, last year against SMU, there were just times where you know he catches the ball about you know five yards out and, and, you know, he takes it to the house 70, 70, 80 yards. So uh, he's, he's a speedster. He's got that speed. You know, I talked to some NFL draft, you know, observers, analysts, whatever you want to call them. And, and they basically said that, you know, this is a guy that, you know, right now he's probably in that middle round range, but they, they think that by the end of this season, he can work his way into that, that discussion of possibly being a first day guy or at least a second round guy. So he, he is incredible. Uh, you know, they, last night he had the 97-yard kickoff return. He, uh, he caught a touchdown. I think it was 223 all-purpose. You know, that's, that's the kind of player he is. He's a, he's a multi-threat, and uh, he had a big one last night. Talking with Joseph Durardi of the uh, Houston Chronicle after the uh, 49-31 win for the Cougars over Tulane. You mentioned Tune and the two picks, but he still managed to, uh, to throw for over 300 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, and he said afterwards, you know, those little mishaps that he had, you know, there's just getting, you know, getting out of those out of your system, and that he really felt comfortable back there, and that's, you know, that's key because this is a guy who has just had to, to adjust to his surroundings for for two years because you know he he was going to redshirt his first year and they needed him uh, after an injury. He was going to redshirt last year and they needed him because of Derek King's redshirt decision. So you know he he's been a you know in the program and and he's never really been able to to get comfortable so he said after those those mistakes he uh you know he didn't didn't throw in the towel didn't uh didn't let it rattle him and it showed because he started to to have more time back there he started to make decisions better and you know he threw a few of those balls especially one i believe it was in the third quarter to trayvon bradley that was just a really really nice throw so uh, this is a guy that they think, you know, he's the quarterback for them for the next three years. So uh, it was good to see him uh, not not throw it in uh, after those first two turnovers. And Joseph, you mentioned Derek King. Why, why did it, with the offense and the things that Dana Holgerson can do? Why did why did he decide to to, to take that red shirt and then transfer out of U of H? Has that ever become really clear? You know, yes and no. I mean, he's—he I, I, never publicly came out and said anything uh, to the, the locals here. But uh, you know, there was an ESPN story a couple of weeks ago where uh, it sounded like you know there, there's a lot. There was a lot of things going on with him, and that he, he just felt like it wasn't the right fit for him. And you know, frankly, he didn't look like the same quarterback in those four games last year. You know, he was coming off the knee injury. And whether it was uh, not ever feeling comfortable with that knee at the time, needed more time for it to heal, or or just the way that the system and you know the time that he had, because it was about a seven month crash course that he had to get that get that going. Because you know he, he's had he had had so many offensive coordinators since he had been here, but he just went out there and for whatever reason, you know his throws were off. He just you know you could tell the mobility wasn't quite all the way back. And he made the decision to sit. Now, I believe at the time that he made that decision, he was coming back. And then he even admitted that, you know, around 
early January, he, he really started to feel like, you know, there there was another plan for him or that he wanted to do something different, and that's when he decided on Miami. So uh, it was it was a weird situation, and you, know, you have to think, if they beat Tulane last year, uh, does he stay, and, is, and are things different? But, you know, they lost to, to Tulane last year, and then, as it turned out, they you know, a year later, uh, Houston has changed because they got a new quarterback, and, and they finally got a win against the Green Wave. Joseph, uh, in, it, it, it looked like there was nobody there. What, what, is, the, what is the rule uh, in the city or uh, in the county or, or, or maybe even the school? I mean, what, was, there a, uh, was there a crowd at all? Yeah, there, there was a crowd. It was, um, it was 25%, okay. which uh, for that stadium is about 10,000. They were a little under. I believe they, they said it was about 8,200 or so, 8,200. Um, you know, the, the city, even though we, we, we've had, you know, some spikes, uh, especially in the summer, it is pretty much there, there isn't a lot of restrictions. You know, they still uh, don't want or, you know, they're trying to persuade people not to have the, the large gathering. Right. But all that's open. I believe the bars are opening here uh, in the next week or so. So, the, uh, you know, it, it's sort of, you know, business as usual. But, you know, as far as the school went, you know, they, they had a lot of, you know, precautions in place. You could tell that. There were things around the stadium, the, the the social distancing. You know, there was no, really nobody on the sidelines like the bands or the or the cheerleaders. But yeah, they are going to limit uh, the capacity. But there were there were actual people, all right, and cutouts in, in the stands. <laughs> all right, so uh, the uh, the Cougars get the win, forty nine thirty one, and man, they I think it's been something like three hundred twelve days for uh, for Houston, and I I would imagine there was this, uh, there was there was excitement over the win, but I'm sure there was probably some relief as well that hey, we finally got to 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 get out here and play this game. There was, and and, and as you guys know, with with when they had the Baylor game on the schedule, this, mm-hmm. this is a team that you know they took a lot of criticism back in June. Uh, the way that they opened volunteer uh, voluntary uh, workouts, you know, they didn't test, and they ended up being the first school to shut things down because they had a, an outbreak, and then they they finally got to report back in July. So you know, they had some early criticism, but and then you look at the way things have gone. Uh, Washington State and Rice were were early cancellations, and then it all happened in a span of 11 days. You know, Memphis uh, has an outbreak, Baylor has to cancel. And then North Texas, and that those were three straight games. So you're preparing and you're practicing. You're going through all the the, the game week stuff, and, and you have nothing to show for it, and you're still out there practicing. So they had to really uh, tone things down and walk a fine line and balance on how they how they brought these kids along, and because the, just they couldn't lose them. So I mean, yeah, they were very very relieved and excited last night to to get a game because. Uh, the way this season's going, you know, up until Thursday afternoon when they <laughs> saw the pictures of Tulane boarding their flight, they, they weren't they weren't sure just yet. So they they had to kind of wait till the last minute to finally feel that relief that hey, we get to play a game finally. Hey, they they've seen that movie, Joseph. We appreciate your time. Thanks so much for popping on, and we'll talk to you soon. Anytime, guys. Thank you. That's Joseph Durarte of the uh, Houston Chronicle.